0: One of the harder decisions, in my opinion, when it comes to puppies is what do you name them? Finding that perfect name can sometimes be super difficult. Well, in today's episode, that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm going to give you some tips on what to do and what not to do when deciding what you're going to call your new companion. Let's dive into it next. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast. I am your host, Jake, from ondogtrainingacademy.com. We are an online dog training website where we are launching our first course, and we are so excited to do so. On November 1st and that course is called Welcome Home and for Welcome Home what it is about is what to do what to expect and how to prepare yourself when you are getting a new dog or puppy or if you just got a new dog or puppy. So jump over to our web- website on dogtrainingacademy.com And you can click on our courses, you can see the welcome home, you can read all the information you want to about that and see if it's something you want to do. We're also going to be putting together some webinars here in the in the near future and starting to pump out more uh, content for everybody because that's what we're here for. Just like this, this podcast, we are here to help and educate and make everybody just awesome or more us making your dogs awesome. So just kind of jump over to our website, check that out, let me know what you think. And how fitting that our first course is called Welcome Home when our topic for today or for this week is picking a name out for that new dog. Now when I say new dog, I do mean dog. I don't mean puppy necessarily because as you'll hear in a little bit, you could also be thinking about what to name your new dog if you're rescuing them and we don't always stick with what the rescue calls them. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in this episode. Um, Also, guys, keep in mind, uh, you can jump over to our Learn, Laugh, Bark Facebook page or our On Dog Training Academy Facebook page. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram, all that stuff. And I will go ahead and link all of that in the description of this week's episode. So check that out and let me know if... uh, if you have any questions or if you have anything you want me to talk about, you can message me, you can just comment directly on our Facebook page, let me know what you'd like me to talk about and I will definitely do my best to accommodate. So like I said, picking out a name for your dog, this can be tough and like I know when we've picked out uh, names in the past, thankfully we haven't had to do it now in five and a half years, a it was hard. It's hard because, it's like, it's, like I mentioned, it's something you have to live for with a, for a long time. So you want to make sure you get it right. You want to make sure it's not something that might come back to bite you in the butt later or, or whatever. So picking out that perfect name. And so that's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to give you guys some tips on choosing a name uh, and also kind of talk about some don'ts when it comes to, to choosing a name as well. So with that in mind, uh, the first thing is, is like, what does a name mean to us? Well, for us at On Dog, a name is less of an—it's identi- an identifier for us. So, like with my dog, uh, Luda. With Luda, he knows his name, and to us, that's his identifier. We identify him as Luda. But when he hears his name, I think for dogs, the name becomes more of a cue than it actually is an identifier. Like when someone says my name, when someone says Jake— that's an identifier. I know they're talking to me. I know that you know that I need to respond to it, and I know that they're trying to get my attention. And it's sort of the same in the dog world, but I just want you to think of the name more as like an attention getter. There's that cue to like, we teach it as a look at me kind of command. So when we say the dog's name, they look at us. Um, similar, I guess, to what what you'd say if someone else used your name. But it's it's an a cue. It's a cue to your dog. Hey, look at me. Hey, do whatever. So that the name means that to us, and with that in mind, that, in, in my opinion, sets rules flowing for us for how we're going to pick a name, and there's a lot to it. So the first thing when it comes to picking out a name that you want to make sure of is that it's, in my opinion, in our opinion, it's between one and three syllables. Now, you might have a dog's name that you want to be super long and fancy, um, Princess Buttercup of Neptune or whatever it might be. And you can go ahead and say that's your dog's name. But the name you use for your dog should be primarily between one and three syllables. So that princess dog of Neptune, maybe you just want to call the dog princess. Princess, that's two syllables. you know. And so you're, you're shortening it up. You don't want to have ones that are too long. Because if they become too long, if there's too many syllables in it, we just feel like, I just feel like the the dog will stop listening. They really hone in on that first couple syllables more than anything else. Um, So so keep that in mind. And also keep in mind, dogs like short commands, short words. So like when you tell your dog, sit, down, come, heel, they're all one syllable words. They're all one syllable words. And the reason for that is because it's clear. Bam, this is what I want you to do. Boom, this is how I want you to be. And so it just becomes a little easier for them. And I think they prefer that. Um, so keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that keeping the keeping it to one to three syllables. And and most dogs, I would say, have nicknames. Our dog has a ton of nicknames that all kind of flow around his name. So his name is Ludacris, which is three syllables, right? Ludicrous. I always have to clap my hands when I do this. It's ridiculous. It takes me back to elementary school. Luda Chris. So we got three syllables with that. Now, his he might be named Ludacris, but we really never use that name. We typically call him Luda. And yes, we did name him after the rapper, which we'll talk about that in a second, whether that's a good thing or not. But he has that shortened name. You know, we call him Luda. We also call him Gooba, Goober, Uda. I don't know, we, we basically, anything that sort of sounds like his name, we we, we call him that. We very rarely call him Ludacris. Uh, just, I don't even know why we don't call him Ludacris, because it does fall into three syllables, but Luda's just a sharper, kind of gets his attention. If I'm like Ludicrous, it's kind of longer, in my opinion. If I go Luda, it's that boom, boom, the two syllables, it just tends to get his attention easier. So that's another reason why it's nice to keep it short. Um... The other thing then is is naming, and so I just mentioned about ludicrous, naming your dog after people. I feel like in this day and age, it's a risk, right? So like if you, now so our dog's name is Luda. Obviously, we call him ludicrous. His ludicrous. Well, let's just say, ludicrous the rapper gets arrested, gets put in jail. something bad happens. he comes out being just an absolute terrible person. Now we have this name that's associated directly with him because it's literally the same name with this person. That can be definitely a risk. you know think of people who name their dogs Cosby or or something and maybe they name them after Bill Cosby. Now that's a little easier because there's a lot of Cosbys out there that maybe aren't called. Uh, Cosby, because of that, but you see what I am saying? Like, you need to be careful. Um, I don't even. I can't even think of an example, and I am probably would think of a super inappropriate one if I actually tried to to come up with one. So I am not going to. That well, you could. Hmm, no, never mind. No, we're going to leave that one alone. You guys can probably use your imagination and figure out what names maybe we could have called our dogs. I don't know. Maybe like if you named your dog R. Kelly. Oof. There, I used one. Named your dog R. Kelly because while well, R. Kelly was your favorite artist, nowadays, you name your dog R. Kelly and people are going to think a little bit differently of you and definitely a little differently of your dog. So you want to be really careful that when you're naming your dog something, it has a likelihood of not coming back to, to bite you in the butt when it comes to celebrities, associations, whatever, because like I said, we see it all the time in the news. People are getting in trouble. People are—you uh, realizing people aren't who you thought they were—and ick, 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 ick. So, anyways, that being said, the next tip I have for you guys is make sure it's something easy to say. Again, this isn't—I na- tried to think of names, and I have clients that name my- the names are super difficult to say, and I ha- half the time I butcher them, and it might just be like some Egyptian name, like nifala or something and and it just spells weird and it's whatever and that's a completely made-up name and and it just becomes hard to say if it's hard for me to say then it's gonna be hard for maybe your spouse or your kids to say or your family to say and it just shouldn't be like that it, it, i think it should be something that's relatively easy to say and and um is okay. The next one then is making sure it's something that everybody likes. So easy to say and everybody likes. If you are gonna name your dog Buttercup or Princess or you know Fluffy Pants or something like that. Well, personally, as a husband, it that as a guy maybe, I don't even know. Like that's a tough one for me to just be like out in public and be like buttercup, buttercup you know, or or, or princess. You know, it just doesn't flow right with me, and maybe that's my problem, but, like, you want to make sure the family is on board with whatever your name is, you're naming the dog. So sit down with everybody. Let everybody have a vote. I think that's really important, even kids. I mean, kids come up with some really good names. They also come up with some really bad ones, but they also come up with some cool, interesting names, and it might be a character in a movie. It could be... um. Whatever, like one of it could be anything, and so you just want to give everybody a chance to put their input in, and really take in, into consideration them having to say this name out in public. You should be okay with saying your dog's name in public. If you have to, if if you don't want to say Princess Buttercup of Neptune in public, if that makes you feel a little awkward, maybe your dog shouldn't be named Princess Buttercup of Neptune. Don't know why I keep going to that one. Hmm. Well, either way, make sure everyone likes it. The next one, and I think this one, is one of the more important ones. You put the one to three syllables. That is really important, in my opinion. Keeping it short, keeping it good. But I also think that making sure it doesn't sound like any other command that you might give your dog is super important. You know, there's some really easy ones if you think about it. Uh, You got, like, if you named your dog Ray, Well, race sounds like stay, you know, and with that one, you could change your stay command. You can change all your commands to sound like something completely different, but if you're going to be using the stay, sit, down, all those commands, it's really important to make sure that you're, you're keeping it not sounding similar. You know, um, you have like kit, you name your dog kit. Well, kit sounds like sit. Um, you know, there's a lot of different names that sound like potential commands And dogs are going to have a hard time, especially young ones, are going to have a hard time um, knowing the difference, hearing the difference, especially when they're excited. When they're excited, they're already half paying attention. We should make sure that that's something that, that we're keeping into consideration. We're keeping the name not sounding like something else because the dog might half hear you, think they're doing the right thing, and do what they think is the right thing. And then before you know it, they're not doing the right thing, and either you're upset with them or whatever, and it just affects training. So keep that in mind. The other one, then, and this one to me, within this whole, doesn't sound like any other command thing. To me, this one is really important. Don't don't have a name that sounds like or ends with no or even o. Oh. Um, you know, if you have your dogs, your dog's name is Bo. Bo, no. <laughs> that to me, especially if you're using no as your punishment command or your punishment cue. You don't want a name that might make the dog think, again, if they're half paying attention, that maybe they're in trouble for something. So, if you say, you know, no, and we made that mistake with one of our dogs. His name was his name was Kato, but it, we tried to say Kato. Like, we tried to change it as best we could, and it was a little difficult, but we've made that mistake even. But you want to try and keep it to... Somewhere where it's, it's not going to conflict, where it's not going to sound like any other commands, it's not going to sound like no, it's not going to sound like anything that could possibly bring confusion or conflict to your training. Everything we do is about trying to make training and your dog's life with you fun and easy, and so that's what these tips are all about. So keep all of that in mind when you're thinking about picking out a name. Now, for us personally, I don't like to use names um, that are really common you know, just because they're common. I like to be a little bit different. As you probably, Anyone who knows me probably knows I'm a little different. Um, if you don't know me, and you're just getting to know me, well, hi, welcome, I'm Jake. I am a little bit different. I'm a little weird, and that's just how it is, and that's okay. But when it comes to picking out a name, I'm kind of the same way. I don't want the name to be something that's very common. You know, there's enough spots or, or shadows or, or, you know... Um, I don't even know what other Sadie, all these different names. There's a lot of very common names, and they're fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those names. I like the names. I just like to be different. So I tend to look into, and this is just a sidebar for, like, tips for looking into stuff. I look into, you know, Greek names. I look, look into different language meanings. So, like, I, I always have this mentality of whatever you name your dog, they kind of live up to or they start to mimic. So if you name your dog Chaos, if you name your dog you know Spaz, well, they might be chaotic or spazzy. Um, that was one of the reasons why we named our dog Cato, was because Cato um, was Latin, or I don't even know what it was. Um, and it meant wise, wisdom, intelligence, something like that. And I'm like, perfect. That fits. That's great. We had a basset hound. We named him Copper. Copper took that to heart, being a basset hound, and was obsessed with smelling and tracking things, sometimes to a fault, a lot of times to a fault. And, you know, obviously through Fox and Hound, he apparently thought that was his name. And uh, so, so like, with, with Ludacris, with Luda, whether he knows it or not, he's kind of living up to. It. He acts very much like what I think Ludacris the rapper is, where he may rap like he's kind of hard or might rap like he's he's you know, intense or cool or, or thug or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But I think in real life, he's not, he's, I don't want to say he's a chicken. That's not, that's not true. I think he's just a really nice person and puts a good show on. And that's how my dog is. That's how Luda is when it comes to like our training, when we're doing our training or our sport work, he's very intense. He looks the part and then you take him off out of the sport and you're like, wait, that's the same dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a softy. definitely a softie. So be careful what you name him. If you name your dog, Maniac, well, you're on your own with that one. Maybe name your dog Super Smart, never does anything wrong, and just short shorten it up to Super. Hire dog Super. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so that just kind of keep those things in mind. But but look up look up different languages. Look up different um, like areas. Like I said, Greek. All these different things. There's some really cool names out there that aren't used very often. If you're looking to be a little bit more original, don't Google dog names don't google dog names because if you do that i promise you if you google dog names you're going to find every common name that every other person in this world has named their dog unless that's what you want to do if that's what you want to do that's fine that's cool if you're looking to be a little bit different like me get a little more creative with how you find their names definitely get a little creative the last thing i'm going to talk about here when it comes to the name is changing the name. So this pertains more more to probably older dogs, rescue dogs or whatever. Uh, changing the name. Should you change the name? Should you leave the name? Whatever. Well, if you go back to what I said, what a name means to us and the name being a cue to the dog more more than an identifier, although they're very, very, very closely related. I would say I lean on the side of changing the dog's name. When we... Would rescue a dog growing up, we would change their name, and it was always just because you don't know how that name's going to be used. You don't know if if your dog Rufus was getting its butt kicked and they just yelled at it. Rufus, no, and they corrected the dog, and that it was just a whole bad thing. And suddenly the name Rufus that 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 cue to the dog is a negative cue, where Rufus is a bad thing because the dog was getting screamed at all the time with that word with their name. So I like a fresh start. I like to build that name to what I want it to be. I want that that name to be an attention getter. I want it to to just be a stopper. Like if I say the name the dog stops and looks at me. That's what I want the name to be. And I want it to be positive. I don't correct using their names. I don't yell at them using their names. I can just yell and the dog's probably going to go, "Oh crap, I'm in trouble." I don't have to use their name. I don't have to use that that cue by saying their name to get them to understand and thus keeping the name a very positive thing using their name like in a positive way is, is perfect so that's what I'm that's what I suggest you do change your dog's name give him that fresh start to like if you think about that fresh start the dog's been called whatever for a long time it's coming from a bad situation or not I mean it doesn't really even matter in my opinion what situation the dog's coming from I just want the dog to go look this is your new name this is what we're gonna use it for you know this is how we're gonna use it this is whatever and I am giving my dog just another opportunity to set up for success because I don't know how that name was used. So fresh start, clean slate. This is your new name. Welcome to the family. Let's rock this relationship out. And so that's what we do. It's as simple as that. Yes, we change the names. Even if you really like the name, and this is the sad part, like you'll, you'll see a dog's name and you'll be like, Oh my God, that's just the perfect name. Unfortunately, I still, I'll save that for the next dog. I guess I'll, I'll put it in my, my book of names and I don't have that. And uh, save it for next time. So just keep those things in mind. So, guys, hopefully this episode was was helpful in giving you some input on choosing a dog's name. Some of the important things, especially the syllables, making sure it doesn't sound like something that that uh, is something that could be sound similar, like, like relatable, no, sit, stays, those type of things. Uh, easy to say and making sure the family's all on board with the name. Don't name it some crazy, embarrassing name that your kid's not going to want to say in public. That just isn't going to go well. It could affect the relationship between that person and the dog because they just don't like the name. And really, it's not the dog's fault at all. So make sure you're really keeping things in mind when you're picking out that name. Anyways, guys, I hope this was helpful for you guys. And obviously... You can jump over to our Learn Laugh Bark podcast Facebook page. You can also go to our website ondogtrainingacademy.com and check out uh, our course there. You can also hit the subscribe button in there and subscribe to our email list. We don't over saturate people with emails. It's just there so we can give our our subscribers updates on courses that are coming out, webinars that are going to be coming out, and everything else, the news. We don't flood you with stuff. We hate when it happens to us. We don't want to be that person. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. I always appreciate it. It's always cool to see the downloads coming in. I don't do this necessarily for the downloads, but at the same time, I kind of do because I'm trying to reach a bunch of people. I'm trying to help a bunch of people. So seeing the downloads coming in, seeing all the people that have been watching it, getting the comments, getting the compliments, it all really means a lot to me. So I want to thank everybody who has reached out to me or who has just listened. Thank you, you for listening. And um, guys, like always, and I always look forward to this. We'll see you next week.